noise kind of sound like a fart. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> Just kidding, it wasn't. Not trusting any farts these days. No, we don't trust farts. No trusting of don't farts. Don't trust the news, don't trust your farts. This is weird. We are podcasting Check in person. Your sources. Um, yes, we're podcasting in person. It's weird. Which means that Monica and I are making sultry eye contact we right are. now. We were. We were. <laughs> we actually just took some photos and we had to sit really close and I got all blushy because yeah, we just because don't. Because I'm so pretty. Yeah, well, yeah, first of all, <laughs> but also Carly and I just don't, we don't hug. We we're don't, not huggers. No. Um, not yeah. Shoot us a like, a follow. If yeah. you also are, you and your best friend are not huggers. True. Yeah. Let us know. We think it's weird to hug. I don't think it's, I, okay. Let me well, say, okay. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's weird to hug other people. Yeah. I sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a hug friend. This is not a hug friend. Yes. That's how I am. Yeah. It's weird. I just, I'm not a big hugger. I don't find it super necessary. If someone else hugs me, I'm going to be fine with it. Like, okay. <laughs> but I don't love hugging, especially people I don't know. No, I do not. I'm just not an overly touchy person in general. I have a best friend, shout out David Coons. He yes. um, did our lovely artwork, our drawing of little me and Monica podcasting. Um, but he is a very physical person and our friendship is quite hilarious when it comes down to it because they'll like tackle me and like yeah. do all that stuff. And I'm always like, oh, stop it. I like love, I like, I love I want to show you that I love you without having to cuddle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> With my beautiful words and my quality time. Yes. And, and my, my acts cooking. of service. And yes, yes, we love to cook for people. I am acts of service. Hard. 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 I like that love language. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. It is a good it's one. It's a beautiful one. That's my, like what I speak in. Okay. My receiving is um, time, quality time. Okay. So well, this is really cute because... Correct me if you think this is wrong, but I think I give quality time and then I appreciate acts of service. Mm. So maybe that's why we I've, get along. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. Isn't that cute? I love that. Yeah. Um, also yeah. get along. We're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we that's get why along. We like each you other. Know, you know, just as like, podcast hosts. <laughs> funny because since we've only been remote we don't know how to podcast right. in the same room like normal people exactly um so monica put her big brain to it i contributed literally nothing you did the shoelace idea well, which was needed and you found shoelace. that because that's true i did find um a mic attachment and a yes. shoelace and helped were necessary <laughs> but yeah it's funny i'm like pulling out all these wires i'm like when did I become like a techie? It's weird, but I know, we're so dorky now. We're so dorky. Okay, as you turned down the volume on our mics to seven, I quoted this, and I would like you to oh, say please. what it's from. Okay, turn it up to eleven. My dialect is a little off on that. I feel like turn it up to eleven. Is it The Office? Yeah. Okay. I have no it's idea. One of my favorite episodes from the later seasons. Oh, that's probably why. Um when they have the glee watching party at gabe's house and they make the pizza and michael grabs the remote and gabe's like no we like to keep it down at seven or whatever and he's like turn it up to To 11 and he throws the dough into the ceiling fan i love that episode it's a great one really really good writing episode from the later seasons of the office which are 
hard to come by sometimes. That's true. But the good ones are really good. And it's that true. one is really good. It's like very like the old office where they also have serious moments woven in with like Aaron and her dad complex with Michael. Yes. And it's mm. really cute. And it then is Gabe cute. is like prime Gabe if you love Gabe. Which yeah, see, I don't. Monica doesn't like it. I hate him. <laughs> but I, Carly, mean, I don't like him. Right, right. You just, you I think, think it's he's funny. hilarious. Yeah. I love when he comes in. He's like, happy birthday to Gabe. And he's like, and <laughs> Nellie's like, get out of here, skeleton man. <laughs> okay, I this is too much. Gabe. Sorry. Okay. No, this is too much airtime on Gabe. Um, it is. My name is Carly. My name is Monica. And, and this, this is Texas, Texas Forever. Forever. So fun. We just got really excited. Yes, we're very excited. Also, I will warn y'all in advance. I have a little bit of vocal fry. Yes, but you sound um, great. Maybe I sound a little gravelly like Amy Winehouse. Yeah, I'm Sophia Bush. <laughs> but my throat's a little ouchy today. Well, if you need a coconut water break, holler <laughs> at your girl. That's been my, my lifeline. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? I did not know that coconut water helps sore throats, but it does. I didn't either. So that's your fun fact for today. You're welcome. And now we will talk about that show that we do a podcast on. We do. Called Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Um, We do have um, a new iTunes review to read. We have a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. I'll come back later. I have forgotten to play this. Carly had a great idea with our buddy interview when Kyle Chandler hopped on to make this a clip. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Mm. Yeah, we've got the Kyle Chandler saying clear eyes, full hearts. We've got to use it. Yeah, we got it saved in the phone. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, this one is from my dear cousin, Maggie Norris, who's a big fan. It's fun. She texts me when she... She live tweets it when she um, listens to it. So she's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize it. And some of the things she says, I'm like, what? We said what? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. Half of the things people come to me, too. I'm like, I said what? I said what? I really On, on I, air? Really? I thought I cut that out. <laughs> I really did that. Um, so she said five stars. Holy cow is the um, wow. it's a rave. title. It's a rave review, guys. She said, I can't stop laughing at Carly and Monica. They're so adorably funny. And at the same time, their poignant commentary combined with their knowledge of film, music, football, and Texas make this such a great podcast to listen to. Five stars. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and to celebrate, we will drop our phones. Monica dropped her phone out of shock and awe. Actually, you did. My phone's right here. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> PRP. <laughs> and then I also love, I just had to include this. Hold on this. one second. Let me roll my chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roll on on up. Rolling like a river. Rolling. 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 Rolling, rolling on the river. Rolling on the river. The river. This is now a um a music podcast. Yes, We're just gonna sorry. sing to you. We've been trying so hard not to sing you guys but i know we just had to let a little bit out we yeah. did sorry hope you enjoyed it <laughs> sorry <laughs> or hated it you can skip to the 15 <laughs> seconds <laughs> but our um buddy of the show sarah caroline um we asked our audience for questions and she said you're so kook and then she goes <laughs> cool oh gee and i just loved it <laughs> shout out sarah caroline I listen thought, to that episode if you haven't yet i thought it was a great uh contribution by yes our dear sarah caroline yes. that is an excellent episode please listen she is a delightful guest delightful if you've watched by manor she's perfectly splendid <laughs> somebody uh i forgot to say this on air but some a couple actually more than one um of our listeners 
texted me or whatever mm-hmm. um, and said that they thought found that her voice kind of sounds like Minka Kelly, but not in a bad way. Oh, the main character? No, Sarah Caroline. Oh, okay. She has yeah, like yeah. a like a sweet, precious little voice. Yes, but I can see that. I, um, they didn't mean that in a bad way. Right. But they were just like, it was funny to hear y'all laughing at Minka Kelly's voice because to them in their it sounded ears, like it her. sounded like oh, her. Oh, that's cool. Um, but anyways. I don't um, like how it, <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop making fun of yourself. Oh, okay. Because you don't sound weird. Okay. And the things you're saying aren't weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to read our one fact check? I can only really find one because we were just so right these past episodes. We're just so on point. And I didn't edit the episode, so I didn't dig for it. True, true. Um, oh, we were wondering what Mama Smash's first name is because we just keep calling her Mama Smash. Her <laughs> name is Corinna. Okay. Beautiful that, name. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I'm not sure. Corin- Corinna? I yeah. think Corinna. Yeah. C-O-R-R-I-N-A. Yes. Corinna, maybe. No, Corinna, Corinna Williams. Yeah. I think with the double R. Very beautiful name. Very beautiful. All right. Well, here we have today, um, season one, episode 14. Well, let's up the ante then. Yeah, up in the up ante. Up in the ante. Mm-hmm. And we do up the ante. We do. We don't get any football. No. But we up the ante. But we up the ante. Um, The last couple episodes, we've been kind of in this mid-season slump. Yeah. I think we're still kind of in it, but we're, we're digging our way out of it with this yes. episode, I think. And I was thinking about it, and I feel like it's not less of a slump than it is just like they really need, like it's not lost. It's not one of those drama shows that shit's going to go down every single time. Like right. it is going to be nuanced. It is going to be slower moving. And this was the early 2000s TV before streaming as well. And we're just building up characters slowly and patiently. And I think that we're just so used to the pace of TV nowadays that we're like, oh, it's interesting that they're like taking so much time. Yeah. But I think that that I've just, I was just thinking about it more recently. And I was like, I think that, that they're just doing that. They're just building out their characters. I agree. And yeah, we've said this before. This is a 22 season, um, yeah. <laughs> 22 episode season. Like that doesn't happen anymore. And we're reviewing these episodes, um, you know, isolated. So it's hard mm-hmm. to not be like, well, this was my favorite episode. It's not a bad episode, but I'm, right. you know, that's kind of, yeah. And by the way, if you're sort of unfamiliar with all the changes that streaming has um, done, because like we talk about it casually, like everybody knows how many episodes naturally go in a TV season. <laughs> I, I, get, I don't think that everybody knows. Right, true. Um, but back in the day, there used to be 21, 22 hour or 50 minute long episodes per drama series on television. True. And now it varies all the time because of streaming, but there's typically not more than like, t- I mean, The Crown has 10 and that's a lot for like an hour long. Hour plus. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, And but like if we think about Gilmore Girls had 22, even more. I'm pretty sure they have 23 uh, episodes in a season. Yeah. Um, But most have like six to 15 now, I feel like. Right. Um, Some even having as few as four before they get picked up by a streaming service. So people are just lazier and things move faster. Um, But. Yeah, yeah. I like to update on the streaming world. Exactly. Thank you, Carly. You're welcome. Update on the streaming world. Little film check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I love watching these shows again and just kind of remembering when life was a little slower, yes. a little less complicated. Ah, oh, and I would come from home from school. Although I did Friday Night Lights. I'm pretty sure was one of the first shows I ever watched on Netflix. Okay. Like streaming Netflix at home. Yeah. Not Netflix DVD service. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, cause it was like s- maybe sophomore year of high school. Yeah. 
And I remember it being on Netflix, but it must have been really early. Yeah, it, it was on Netflix for a while. Yeah. Um, but then if you need to know where to watch it, I don't think you'd be listening to this if you didn't know, but it's on Hulu, Peacock, NBC.com. Yes. Yes. And yes. since we should do some of this stuff at the top yeah. in our housekeeping. What's up? Um, please, please, please make sure that you go and leave us an iTunes review. Yes. If you're listening right now. Your phone is basically probably in your butt pocket. Or in your hand. For some reason, I like to say it's basically your butthole. <laughs> basically, right in your your phone's right in your butt. Just grab it. <laughs> just grab between the cheeks and just go on to iTunes. <laughs> now we're not getting any reviews. Yeah. No, but please leave us iTunes reviews. Obviously, but- we read them live on every episode. Um, and they really, really help the show. It's like the number one thing that um can help us and they're so easy to do yeah so please leave us an itunes review and then we also post if you follow us on instagram at tx forever pod instagram facebook and twitter um we also post like when we're recording so you can send us in questions and things like that yeah be a part of the show with us yes be a fan just do it just literally be a big fan of us it's not that hard no. and we've asked you like so many times <laughs> it's like we're on episode 14 like <laughs> just do it um Okay, so this episode came out January 31st, 2007, and I believe it is your turn to read. It is, it is. Our IMDb synopsis. Ooh, a quickie. Yeah, we love a good quickie. Just like that one I had with your mom in the (laughs) closet. Sorry. Oh my God. In the closet. Apparently, we're really raunchy when we record together. I know. Watch out, (laughs) y'all. Look out. (laughs) Uh, Coach Taylor continues to ride Smash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. They just, they're asking for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. It does say that, you guys. It does. Coach Taylor, I did not make that up. Coach Taylor continues to ride smash while the team gets ready for their upcoming playoff game. We can do it. Tim goes in search of his father and Jason stands up to Buddy Garrity. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, which sets him apart from Lila. What? Like Lila didn't stand up or yeah. it sets him apart I, like, in a distance way. What they're way. trying to say is that, yeah, it put them on like different planes because she didn't want to go up against her dad, but they phrased it in the worst possible way. Yeah. I mean, can, yeah. Can we get a job at IMDb and do these synopses? I know, seriously. I'll sh- uh, isn't it crowdsourced? <laughs> we can literally go change them if we wanted to. Oh, really? It's I like, think so. Oh, interesting. If you have IMDb Pro, I'm pretty sure that it's Ooh. it's just like weirdos who have IMDb Pro. IMDb Pro who go in and do these, I'm pretty sure. Let's be those weirdos. Actually, we are those weirdos because I got it so that we could uh, find context. <laughs> True. <laughs> so we can beg cast beg members to come on the show. Um, yeah, so that is a mildly accurate and dirty, mm. mm-hmm. dirty synopsis. But yes, so in this episode, we see Jason and Lila kind of uh, getting into it a little bit because yeah. Jason is feeling very uh, alpha male with Buddy. Yes, and um, and then we see Smash opposite of alpha male, just like doing his his time yeah. and putting in the work to get back in Coach's good graces um, before they have their first playoff game, which we don't get to see in this episode. But yes. I, I love when the episodes end right at kickoff. I was I that's my last note. I was like, I love how it ended. It's yes. so great. Yes. Yeah. Um, so other than that, pretty accurate. Again, no Landry. Yeah. Not a lot of Tammy. But we are getting lots of Tyra, so yes, I'm happy. Me too. So should we do some Texas things? Let's do some Texas things. Texas is a place. 
Applebee's in general. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I know Applebee's isn't limited to Texas, but is it no. a southern chain? I imagine it like it's it's like black eyed peas to me. So it I know there's one in Connecticut, so it's not. Uh, okay. But it might have started that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely somewhere. It's like small town Texas. Like the Applebee's is the place to go. Yes. That felt very Texasy to me. Um, and then the other obvious one was just that when Tim is driving to go see his dad, all of those Texas shots, because you could tell that they're outside of Dillon slash Pflugerville. Yeah. Um, but like all those big rolling highways and um, the farms and everything. Very Texas. And then like that motel that's right off the interstate. Yeah. Um, that's I've stopped for gas like, at you know, <laughs> down the street from there, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I wrote down that all these quotes that I heard. Um I threw his ass out months ago, sugar, you know, so sugar, yes. sorry, Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I say that sometimes. I mean, facetiously. But. Yes, of course. And then sugar. she said out in the boonies, which I don't know if that's a Texas thing. That's definitely like a southern phrase, right? Oh, I say it all the time. Yeah. Well, you're from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a thing. Out in the boonies. Yeah. And I feel like I've had somebody comment. That's one of the phrases i'm sure yeah my friends comment on all the weird things i say all the time yeah i think that's a southern thing it I, just means it's far out away from everything yeah yeah i wrote down a couple of those too they were all uh little tammyisms oh but, yeah um wound up like a drum oh yeah um and i don't think that like th- maybe these aren't specifically southern but mm-hmm. i think that just using those types of phrases yeah. all the time is very southern yes true 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 um everything is Wait, what's what's it called when you use like or as? A simile. A simile. Yes. yes. Um, or style filters down. <laughs> uh, she said both of those that kind of cra- like almost in the same breath. Yes. <laughs> that cracked me up. That was very Texas. I also used to think that out in the boonies was out in the moonies. Out in the moonies. Out in the moonies. I mean, that kind of makes more sense because it'd be like out by the moon. Right. That's like one of my favorite lines from Friends uh, when Joey talks about how he thinks that moot point oh yeah is, is moo what that is a moo point yeah. like it's like a cow it's like a thought. cow it yeah. doesn't matter i have always thought that that is the most that's one of those joey moments where you're like is joey a genius yeah you're like that actually works the point's moo yeah the point's moo <laughs> i love it also what do we think the the moon and the stars are because i think the fireflies i think the, the fireflies got stuck up in the bluish black that thing big bluish black thing um that is lion king y'all that is we are digging deep <laughs> and i love when simba does this like really sentimental thing and they're like <laughs> <laughs> you think that's a whole bunch of dead guys a bunch of dead guys watching over us uh, um timon. we love timon um what else did i have Oh, I also, I mean, I'm kind of going to talk about this a little bit in the film section, but Mm -hmm. um, they just really nailed, I mean, um, hold on, actually, I want to look something up. Yeah, I I actually just realized I need to look something up. Um, This doesn't say what I wanted it to say, but anyways. um, Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Um, Oh, I was just going to say that they really nailed the what like the winter Texas aesthetic. Yes, I agree. Um, and that sort of like I don't miss the humidity, but that sort of like foggy morning. Yeah. Um, and they're all in jackets. It that is very Texas to me. I mean, also so is the heat, but it does get cold. It does. Um, and it's very humid, so it's kind of like a biting 
cold and it's often really foggy in the yeah, winter morning. So I remember and... everything being wet and cold. Um, and that aesthetic, I mean, I'm sure they filmed it during that time, but that was very nostalgic for me. Yes. Wait, speaking of that, can we maybe transition to the fashion report? Yes. Okay. I'm just like mixing and matching. I'm oh, just like going, I'm going off. Crazy today, y'all. The vibe is out of this world. <laughs> Which before I segue, I will say with Texas, this was kind of a more, you know how sometimes we mix Texas things with just nostalgic things. Um, the, everyone all piling in a car um, was very like Texas, but also just nostalgic of like your high school when you all just like oh, pile yes. in a car and just go driving around. And especially like, I remember my mom saying like in the seventies, that's literally all they did. They in Fort Worth, just like drive around, just drive around and like, look, look for trouble, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my segue, much what people in our high school did true. My segue into fashion is that I love Tim's fur lined jean jacket. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I was mid yawn right when she said that. It's all right. But I'm not tired. (laughs) Nothing about that jacket makes me tired or sleepy. No. Makes me very energized. (laughs) Yes. I love Tim's jacket. Mm -hmm. And it's a staple of his throughout the show. It is. And I bet in his real life too. I know. He just wears like exactly what I want a guy to wear. The boy wears denim real well. Real well. And he wears plaid button downs, which I love. And then he wears workout clothes. That's all he wears. And I love it. It's it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, Yeah, let's do some fashion. Fashion. Ah. First time in person. Now we will actually like won't have to sync it up later. Exactly. That's fun. Also, it's funny. We we watched this episode together, which we've also never done. That's true. But it was funny. Carly, I'm in Denver right now in their studio. And so her bed's a little farther back and I'm on the couch. So we like couldn't really see each other taking notes. <laughs> and then we'd true. like laugh and almost comment on stuff. And they're like, no, we can't. We got to save it for the pod. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny to watch it together. We had to show much restraint. Much restraint. Just like Yoda. um okay i have a couple of notes um i mostly just laughed that tyra and julie were shoplifting at a thrift shop i mean you shouldn't shoplift there either right but like come on can you not pay like 50 cents for the lipstick (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's for the thrill of it carly it's not about the money it's true it's about you know wanting attention it's about the adrenaline yeah breaking the rules yes um but yeah we do see tyra and little her little badass Uh uh-huh um but I did just kind of enjoy that shopping moment, just looking around the store. Whenever yes. we ha- get little like um, tidbits of Dylan like that, I, my eyes are always like feasting on the background <laughs> of the shot. I'm like, ooh, what's in the shot? Mm. What's in the sh- uh, shop? Uh, what kind of clothes are they looking at? Um, and it's definitely just like small town thrift store. Um, but that was kind of a fun moment. Definitely. McCart Thrift is where <laughs> I used to thrift it up in Fort Worth. That place is, Bless sc- you. is, is uh, <laughs> sketchy. Is it? Yeah. I wouldn't want to go there at night. Sorry. Well, I don't thrift at night. I thrift at like 11 a.m. I only thrift in daytime hours. True. Actually, that's probably true to my life. Which, okay, I was going to bring this up later, but let's bring it up now because we're talking about Tyra and the Goodwill shoplifting. Have you ever shoplifted? Oh, I did used to shoplift petty things like um, chapstick Mm. or my... Or like an iPhone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I stole a car once, but it wasn't... They weren't that mad. It was just um, from buddies. <laughs> I used to do, I used to like grab little things from the gas station yeah. um, sometimes. But now that, Carly, why did you do like, it? Let's unpack it. <laughs> it was always like the most terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. I was never like, oh, I've got to d- get that thrill again. I was always like, oh, it's over. I did it. Like, yes. I can bu- put that on, like check that off my list or whatever. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Shouldn't say his name. <laughs> we'll bleep it out. Um, used to... Uh, 
always make me and him steal clear eyes uh, <laughs> from Why? the store because their eye drops because we would like be stoned and then we would need to like go get eye drops. In high school? Mm-hmm. You were stoned in high school? I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, did, I smoked weed in high school, but not a ton, but only okay. towards like the last two years of high school. Okay. But it never with, or not really ever with other- Other people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you think I ever shoplifted? I feel like yes, because you're asking me in such a weird way. No, I didn't. Oh, never? Yeah. I mean, the only- okay. I can't recommend it. The only thing I have was on accident. And it was guitar picks from um, oh. <laughs> from the music store. After did they I, like beep on you? No, I would just go there for lessons. And then if I was early or late, I'd play all the guitars and stuff. And I would have to borrow a pick and I'd put it in my pocket and I'd forget about it. And I'd feel terrible. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um, Yes. I don't think we were either. Either of us were, um, you know, high high level criminals. No, no. We're too much. We're we're a little goody two-shoes a little bit. And maybe this is a little white privilege of me. I do want to go to jail sometime. (laughs) You can. Anytime you want. (laughs) open for all <laughs> I could I just I don't know I want to experience it I like to experience things guys <laughs> <laughs> that one I'd say experience by proxy but mm, okay um I have always wanted to tour a maybe prison. I'll just do a munch house it's my proxy <laughs> no absolutely not I'm not endorsing that sorry I just really um, like that phrase it is a cool one mm-hmm. I have always wanted to tour a maximum security faci- facility yes that's true I have a big question for you Carly <laughs> okay what did you think of Smash's polo in this app? I already wrote it down. Okay. okay. <laughs> but what are your opinions? My opinions are that he's transitioned to long sleeve polos. <laughs> okay. But it was better. I liked it was it better. better. It was a little more uh, understated. Yes. It was that's what I Cool colors. <laughs> I was so excited. I, I just wrote Smash graduated to long sleeve polos. He did. He did. And I, I liked it a lot better, I will say. Yes. No popped collar, no double. That's true. No crazy colors. But he's also a lot more somber in this episode. So he doesn't have true. his like pimp. It matched his aesthetic. Vibe. That's yeah. true. Wow. This show, y'all. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. We love it. Um, I also wrote that Julie's just got to do something about her long sleeve tees. Yeah. It's rough. I, or they're it's like thermals or something. Yeah. And they all have like... I don't know if you, if you guys have noticed, but um, and I remember these being really big too, where they're they're like thermal long sleeves, and then they're just covered in like little cherries or little butterflies Ugh. or something, and they're like yeah. different colors. She wears them in like almost every scene. She needs to do something about her whole wardrobe, um, especially if you don't want those girls to steal your man. That's true. You need to just do what they do in Greece, where yes. she just becomes a slut. And changes and then everything man- about her character. Exactly. And then your man will stay. Yeah. That's what we're trying to tell y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Learn everything you need to know from life from Greece. Yes. Drop out of school. Just watch it every day. Go to go to beauty school. God, talk about a movie I watched Ugh. so young and understood nothing. I did watch that one really young, too. Yeah. I, I, that was one of those where I had come up with really funny things that I thought that everything meant. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Like I skipped a period. I thought, thought she just skipped class. Thought she skipped class. Yep. And I was like, wow, skipping class must be really bad. And right. I'm sure my mom was and just you like, pregnant. she probably just like left it like that. She was like, I didn't even know she oh, was no, pregnant. Actually, I didn't either. No. Well, yeah. then she goes, I'm not pregnant. And then I was like, wait, what? I think I was just like, I just don't understand. She's not a married woman. But she's not wedded. How could she have been pregnant? That's how Monica and I talked when we were four-year-olds. Yes. I think I might have said this on this podcast, but I used to... Never mind. I'm going to... I think I already said we're it. We're going to pass over that. We're going to pass Some over that. Some of Monica's childhood is too dark it's for this podcast. 
<laughs> no, but I will say that Kaniki, along with Kaniki, along with Simba, was my sexual awakening. Ooh, right? I did not know. I was I did not like Kaniki when I, until oh, I was an but adult. You like Simba? I love that. I thought, uh, and I was like, oh no, she likes Simba. No, 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 definitely into Simba. Yeah, but that has also a lot to do with my deep, 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 deep love for Matthew Broderick. True. True. But Sexy I was in voice. love with Simba before I knew that Matthew Broderick voiced him. Same. And when I found out, I literally exploded. I think I w- it was like all of 15-year-old girl, 99 pounds, exploding all over the living room. <laughs> um, How long did it take to for me. clean it up? Anyway, I don't know. Mm. We had to call in the I'm literally crew. just, yeah, picturing you exploding. It's really gross. That's what happened. Um, but no, I didn't, I wasn't sexually attracted to Kaniki until okay. I was an adult. Mm. I was always a Johnny, John, you were John a John girl. I've been Kaniki since day one. When I was younger, I liked the good boys. Okay. The good little boys. The good little boys. Yes. Um, okay. I also wrote about Julie as well is that <laughs> she's also wearing those jelly rings. Do you remember those? Yes. Oh man. Wow. Those came in packs of like 80, remember? Were they related to the jelly sandals that you wear as like a kid? I mean, everything was jelly. It was jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From like 2000 to 2008. Yeah. Everything was made of jelly. Everything was jelly. <laughs> Boys, if y'all don't remember that, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically like, and then the earrings had little jelly spikes. Yeah. Everything was jelly. Everything was jelly. But Julia was wearing those, which cracked me up. That was like big memory lane. Yeah. Um, we do need to discuss Coach T in a suit mm. for TV. Yeah, he looked damn good. He looked good, especially when he hit that he boom mic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic noob move, hitting the boom. Stop being goofy, <laughs> y'all. Ugh. That's that's how you get your start in film. Yeah, you've got to hold the boom mic, which I have done before. And by the way, harder than it looks. I'm sure. It. Oh my God, your freaking arms. Have yeah. you ever just held your arms above your head for longer than a minute? No. It is. I don't care to. The worst. And then you got to like get. Mm, Except whatever. Carly. I knew we'd get her someday. So when, uh, when, we, when we did our intro up, we talked for like an hour and we were like, because it was our first time. And then Carly wasn't recording so that we redid it. Yes. And then we were much calmer. So it was actually better. But I think in that moment, in that whole hour, we talked about the puppet show that we did. I'm sorry. I Blaze. thought you were about to say that that was happening now. And that we were going to need to start over and that it would be okay because we'd be oh more calm. Oh, my like, God. Monica. Oh, my God. I would not. I would not do that to you. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Repeat what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> say it again okay. with less fear. Yes, 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 yes. Our puppet show. Our puppet okay. show. Yeah. So this is a story about the pain about of repetitive how. movement. <laughs> wow. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. You just came up with that on the spot. Um, yes. Very quick of wit. The pain of repetitive movement. That might be my next album title. <laughs> she's really into that i'm really into that um so basically what happened was monica and i were 13 or 14 or something and we went on a mission trip to belize and we're building a school which they now call white terrorism by the way oh no of like going on a mission trip and then just like playing with the kids and leaving we built a school i know i know it's not a it's not a fair thing but they're like we like we're super fucking hard. I know, I know, I know. Damn. I know it's it's I mean, I do think mean. that there is like some analyzing that needs to be done with white people just like going and taking Instagram pictures with black people in yes. impoverished countries. Yeah, that's different. But for the record, we legit built a school. We did. We worked <laughs> our asses off. Yes, we built like huge new buildings for uh and like I remember 
there I remember meeting all the kids and there were kids that could now like walk to school that couldn't like okay yeah. we yeah. like it was, people. it was awesome yeah anyways um one of the things we did that was not part of building the school because Monica and I were not particularly handy <laughs> still not <laughs> was they put us and also we were probably being super annoying and yeah. they banished us to this task um as usual we I got, wonder now if it was like a secret punishment. They probably I, that's what I'm thinking now that I'm telling the story. I'm like, right. were we in trouble for something? Were, were I, we entrapped? Now I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah. That we were in trouble for not doing anything. Maybe. No, but we just talked about how we worked really hard. I think we uh, We did, hard. but I think that we were probably, we were just probably annoying while we did it. Yeah. 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 Um, either way, we got put in charge of this puppet show for the kids. Yeah. Um, which they were all super excited about. They were like legit puppets. Yeah. It was going to be cool. Seems like a fun Uh, show. And they were like, y'all are, you know, into the whole acting theater thing. Yeah. Um, and we're like, okay, cool. We'll do this puppet show. Oh my God. I've never been in so much pain in my life. Two puppeteers everywhere. I respect you. I respect the hell out of you. I salute you. Yes. Monica and I, I... the t- so we had like a tape right. that we had to do the voices and the characters for yes. the tapes. And it was like an hour long at mm-hmm. least. It was the most painful experience I've like ever Yes. And there were had. all these kids there. I was like, I cannot, I have to perform for them, but yes. I need a the break. The pressure was so high. Yeah. So we would like take breaks, like lowering our hand and like massaging our, because if you're clamping yes. and talking with your hand for an hour, it is it was we were so like, painful. We were crying. We were crying. Yes, I remember literal literal tears streaming out of my eyes. My yeah. hand just like frozen in a claw. <laughs> and then we are, the the puppets are probably like barely moving. The yeah. kids are like, "What's going on? Right, this sucks!" <laughs> oh my god, it so, was horrific or really hor- it was horrific. Yeah. So to scary. all the puppeteers out there, we respect you. We want you to come on the show. Please do yes, so. Yes, if you're a puppeteer. Yes, and let me um, trace back that segue. Boom, Mike, Coach Taylor, suit. Yes. Go. And that was all to say that we also respect all you boom mikers out we there. We do. Um, okay. Yeah. Coach Taylor's suit was mm. great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. And he kind of like um, combed his hair a little bit too. Yes. He it's looked nice. sharp. He did. He looked sharp. And Matt had a nice little long sleeve button down on. Mm-hmm. He looked fresh as And well. I liked him without a shirt too. Mm. Yeah. Did we see him? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And the hot tub. Party, party. Um, I also noted that We've talked about this before about how Coach usually doesn't wear like a hat or boots or anything. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he was wearing boots um, in this episode when he was at Smashes. I think so too. Yeah. Like they're um, like nice little black pair Timberlands boots. or whatever. No, no, no. Oh, like, no, they're like black. cowboy boots. Oh, cowboy boots. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Cute, cute, cute. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we stand corrected. He does wear boots sometimes. I believe he was uh, when they were playing football and stuff. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So Tammy... I don't really. Should we just skip Tammy, or do you have Tammy? Um, I just the the only Tammy I have was that she just used some fun little little sayings. phrases. So she said the wound up like a drum mm-hmm. and the style filters down. Um, and really, we just didn't get a lot of Tammy in this episode. Um, I liked her line to Julie when she was like, "Don't grovel." Yes. Um, that was kind of funny. Right. We've all groveled. We have. Especially for concerts on a school night. In particular, that discussion felt very uh, reminiscent of our high school. Yes. Um, no, Tammy was cute. She had her cute phrases, but just not enough for me to like really pull. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she. the only element she had was that she did. She was the one who kind of pushed Coach into realizing that Smash was like under so much pressure. Yeah. So again, we see her as the instigator in not just like the kids that she's seeing in the school, but also... Uh, Eric's kids, uh, 
on his team. Yeah. She is checking him on the way that he's treating them and stuff True. and reminding him to be softer sometimes often. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of the role that we love to see her in, but that's also pretty just like baseline Tammy. Yeah. So true. Um, yeah, not too much Tammy. We can, we can move on. All right. Should I do should musicians we, corner? Yeah, let's do some music's corner. Cause keep going. Cause I'm going to grab a blankie. Okay. So this episode, we had songs that ranged from 1973 to 2006 our Texas acts were Explosions in the Sky. Yay! Snap, snaps. Snap, snaps. And then a very interesting band name, which my computer is far from me and I'm trying to read it. Um, but it is literally dot, dot, dot. And you will know us by the Trail of Dead. That's the name of the band. It's the name of the band. Wow. That was our other Texas that act. That sounds like Gilmore Girls when they're like wanting to be, I'll follow, follow you into the edge of the... Follow them to the edge of the desert. Yes. Yeah. And then we can... Our fans will... Oh my well, gosh. Abbreviate to FTTOD. Whatever. You should, guys, <clears throat> no matter how cool or hip you think it is, if you're starting a band, you should not put punctuation in the name of your band. Please don't. Please don't. Unless it's say anything. There's a dot, really. Dot, dot. Well, at least not in the beginning or at a defining part of it. I know. There's a band whose music I love, but they're just three exclamation points. And I've never shared them with <laughs> literally anyone because and people will be in my car and they're like, oh, who is this? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I know. Well, OK, first of all, there's three dot, dot, dots and then it's like 10,000 words. So it's just too much. Too much. I, Guys, if you're an aspiring artist or in a band, I would just like to give you some advice. <laughs> there's a happy medium between caring too much and not caring at all. Yes. If you do not care at all, then don't even release music because you know what I mean? Or like put it yes. on a mixtape and give it to your friend. But if you're going to release music, like be semi-professional about yep. it. Yep. 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 But be true to yourself. Industry standard is important to a level, no matter how many uh, norms you want to defy. Tis true. So um, Julie does mention this band called the Old 97s. And so um, I looked them up and they, I mean, I, I knew who they were, but I looked up some guys. That was one I knew of the CDs. Actually, I still have it. So I have my like big Ooh. old CD binder. Yes. Um, I remember a uh, shout out to Xander Rodzinski. Mm, shout out. Um, who is a really good friend of ours and the third member of Monica's and my. <laughs> okay. Well, I was about to say this. So when we said is band names, it's the time. So Carly and I were in a... Well, can I finish oh, my shout-out yes, and then please, we'll please. move into it? Yes, please. So my shout-out is to Xander, uh, who was a friend of ours. He was the third member in our middle school band that was him, Monica, and myself, which we'll we were going discuss in a yeah, second. Yeah. Um, and uh, he burned me that CD of the Aww. old 97s, and I loved them. I still love it. He also introduced me to the 88, which I really love. Ooh, that band. Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> old 97's old thing. I think I'm he loved the 88. 88. Yeah. And that's, um, the 88 sings the theme song of Community. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Anyways, he is a pr legit professional music producer now. So yeah. Well, he's a composer. composer. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Carly and I and Xander were all in a band together. And guess what we're called, guys? Guess what we're guess, called? Guess, 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 guess. So we had many names. Um, first name was shattered glass that was the main one that was the main one yeah well no that was like what i've always called us okay so that was our first one and i think we called ourselves the shattered glass band which was even worse oh, no then we tried collision oh yeah then colby calais took that from us did she or no who has an album called C collision oh i don't know i'm a mat um shit it's like avril lavigne or katie tunstall oh god damn it i can see the cd in my head oh I'll, we'll fact, we'll fact check, check that because that's episode. fun and then 
No, the one we landed on, and I think the longest standing was pleading the first. Oh my God. Yes. I have forgotten that. <laughs> so our favorite band was, and it's still mine, um, Reliant K, and they had a song called Pleading the Fifth yeah. on- Which is a thing. It People is. People don't plead the first. True. Was, okay, okay. Can I defend, like, okay. It was actually, it's actually kind She's of She's going to make her plea right now. <laughs> and I'm going to make my case. It's actually kind of a cool name because we decided we liked Pleading the Fifth and then we did Pleading the First, which was like all like the unalienable rights of America. <laughs> And right for free it. speech and all it's that. It's all right. It's, it's all not right. the worst. I liked Shattered Glass. That's what I always tell people we were called. Yeah. That was what I identified with personally. Okay. I'm sure that that was the one that was my idea. Sure. So I stuck with it and I called it that. Yes. And then I told everyone we were called that. Well, because mom was like, what's the meaning of that? And I was like, it's like, you know, you're really broken. But like when you put us together, it's like beautiful. <laughs> she was like, okay, weirdo. Uh, okay. okay. Um, we played, uh, we were very emo. Yes. That was during my band tease and Vans stage. And yes. drawing weird bones all over my arms. Oh, you did do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bracelets up to my elbows, mm-hmm. the side part. I yep. basically looked like I walked right off of the MySpace page, which I did. Or like out of Hot Topic. <laughs> which I did. Which you did. I walked out of Hot Topic and onto my MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carly Q. Oh, shit. It wasn't MySpace. I can't remember. Oh, shit. But anyways, guys, we exclusively played Switchfoot covers. Yes. <laughs> And Reliant K covers. Um, and Reliant K covers. And then we also played The Scientist by Goldblatt. I think That's that was true. our repertoire. That was the extent of our repertoire. Which I later sang in our acapella group. That was my solo. Oh, yeah. Remember how mad you were? Because I wrote the lyrics on my hand. Oh, yeah. Probably never <laughs> memorized shit. <laughs> oh, and then, so yeah. So then senior year, um, my senior project was to form an acapella group for TVS. And it was called Oh, That's Ock. Ah! We were good. That was we fun. We were good. It was fun. Um, it was a good project. Anyways, yes, Monica and I have had a number of musical endeavors, which, by the way, I I like to know. So when I tell the story about our middle school band, I like to end it with this little tidbit. Oh, please. So two of the other members of that band are now professional musicians. I am not. Are you saying I am one? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Monica and Xander actually went on to be musicians. (laughs) (laughs) I was the worst member of the band and I did not go into music. But also Carly has a lot of artistic things that I do not have. But I liked you pursued those. Thank you. And you can still sing beautifully and play the piano. Thank you. Um, It's okay. I'm not self-conscious about it, but I like to think that I was a part of the start of something. Oh, I love that. That's cute. I'm like, both of them are like famous now. It, right. Not me. No. <laughs> I mean, I released stuff on Spotify. Xander like scored Harry Potter. So yeah. There's a little there discrepancy is some there. discrepancy. He did um, not Harry Potter, no. but he did score um, uh, Hunger Games. So Yeah. Yeah. He assists James Newton Howard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's like what one of the main now. composers. Anyway. How, how big can movies get? That's as big as they get. Yeah, seriously. So the old 97s. <laughs> um, so they are an American alternative country band and they are from Dallas. They formed in 1993 and they are recognized as pioneers of the alt country movement. Can I say my fun fact about them now? Because it's so small that it'll be weird when sure. I say it. Later. I'm just going to finish this, though, really okay. quick. So they're alt country. Mov- I mean, um, pioneers of that movement and along with drive-by truckers and whiskey town which are both also in friday nights please go ahead um they got their name the old 97s from an old johnny cash song called the wreck of the old 97 oh yeah yeah love that i've recently I that like on the interwebs i've recently gotten into johnny cash he's like a new rising indie uh. artist <laughs> yeah have you guys heard of him he's yeah, really great i found him on um discover i've Weekly. always always listened he's always been in my rotation i've always listened to like old I, or really enjoyed listening to old country and I've always thrown in yeah. like when country used to be like about 
vocals and yes. like actually like warbly, and really good lyrics um but like old 50s and 60s kind of motowny yeah. country i like to have on in the house uh, and johnny cash usually gets thrown oh, yeah. in there he's definitely should make the cut so this song i i scoured the tune fine page and i really like this one it's called jesus christ by brand new and mm, it's brand just new. yeah it's very emo and i liked it i used to listen to them That just reminded me of like the music I used to listen to. Back oh, then, me so too. I really I, it reminded it. me so much that I was looking up. Yeah, you made a you this, made a scary face over there. <laughs> I was looking up who the singer was because he reminded me of so much of. Um, I mean, kind of Brandon Flowers, but yeah, I was I was. It just reminded me of a voice that I've heard maybe in another band. I remember how all those emo guys used to switch all their yes. bands around. Yes. But the first thing that came up was that he recently apologized for episodes of sexual misconduct. Oh, so damn it. Sorry. sorry, guys. Okay, sorry. maybe don't support that song. <laughs> well, he apologized in the statement. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, whatever. Okay. We don't know the details. Anyways, We're just going to His voice stay. sounded really familiar, but uh, it didn't say that he was in a different You band. and I always get confused. So Brandon Flowers is the killers. Mm-hmm. Brendan Yuri is Panic at the Disco. I get their names confused sometimes. Ah, well, yeah. they are both Brandon. Yes. I think it's Brendan Yuri though. So it's yeah. A, yeah, not Brandon. Well, well, well. Well. Both. I like great that song voices. though. Yeah. That definitely is right? my vibe. that's that's my angst. That's, that's my angst. That vibe. sound is my angst. Yes. Um, shall we review? That's one of my favorite lines from Gilmore Girls when uh Rory's talking about uh smashing pumpkins or something. She's like, What can I say? It's not my angst. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we just watched that episode. We are um, you know. Just st- streaming Gilmore Girls in the backgrounds of our lives still. <laughs> These are the uh, the days of our lives. The, the Gilmore days of our The Gilmore days no, of our lives. There's nothing there. We just need to move on. <laughs> um, let's review the chirp. Let's review the tape. All right, all right, all right. All right. What do we got for you guys? Are you Matthew McConaughey hey, all of a sudden? I'm being Matt. I don't know. Ugh, I can't do. I can't do a McConaughey. I wish I could though. I was just wa- listening to his episode on Armchair Expert. Yes, and I would like to plug it real quick. It's it great. So so good. It's really funny. Love. Ugh, I have a deep love for Matthew McConaughey and just his whole vibe. Same. Love him. We should all be more like him. Um. Anyways, oh, I wrote down a note that I didn't look up. Mm. I wrote down look up Tim's dad, the actor. Okay, yeah, because I like, didn't look it up though. So let me look it up. I know. Live. I actually really thought the same thing because he always remind, reminds me of like Sam Shepard, Chris Cooper, one of those. But I know it's not him. I know, and he looks. I think he's in Apollo thirteen. This the Tim's dad. I think he's one of the like. Let me see. People in the control. His name is Brett Cullen. Yeah, he's in Apollo thirteen. Yeah, he's in the Joker. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in, in a lot. He's really good. I knew I recognized him. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
the turkey bowl. What's that? He's in that. <laughs> He's also in some episodes. Oh, a good amount of episodes of True Detective. I, I never got into True Detective, but. Heard it's good, though. I have. Um, oh, he was in Under the Dome. Oh, the flop of a TV series of my favorite book. Oh, that's my favorite Stephen King book, Under the Dome. Highly Dang. suggest The Dark Knight Rises. Um, yeah, so that's uh, the actor who plays Tim's dad, uh, Brett Cullen. Yes. Not to be confused with the vampires. No. Um, all right. So uh, one of the things I have for you guys in this film section is that we had a fun new a uh, little camera movement in this episode. Uh-huh. So in one of um, my favorite comedic moments, which um, I'm going to ask you to play the clip. Oh, sure. Uh, when they're doing the TV interview and Buddy's like, and Eric is doing terribly and he's so awkward and Buddy's talking to him outside and he's like so sarcastically like, hey, great job out hey, there. Great job out there. Um, the camera does this hilarious little uh, push in on oh, yeah. Coach Taylor, like right at the comedic beat. And it's super intentional. And if you go and rewatch the episode and notice that moment, you'll realize how much that device is used in TV nowadays because it's mm. like Parks and Rec in the office. Like yes. the second they the, on the on the comedic note, yeah. they zoom into the person whose face is kind of like bewildered. <laughs> Um, and it's like something that we see, especially in Parks and Rec, um, a ton. And it was just, it felt very out of place, um, hilariously, but we can play that little funny clip or do you want to play it later? No, we can play it now. Yeah. Jason, he respects you. I'll do that. Thanks. I'll do that. Yeah, Thank I you. Someone All right, here it is. Maybe I wouldn't be getting sued right now. Yeah, I wish I could talk to him for you. Hey, that's a great job in there. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It is so The Office. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's hilarious. Anyways, it's like a, kind of an unusual. Oops, sorry. I just whacked my mic with my hand. Oh, all good. Um, it's kind of an unusual uh, move for a drama. And and if you go back and watch it, you'll realize it. But um, I loved that. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and they did another kind of funky push in, too, um, when Tim is talking to his dad. Yeah. And when he says... Like, let's play when he makes the bet, I think, um, of, you know, if I win, um, you have to come to my game or whatever. Yeah. And it like pushes in on his dad's face and his dad's kind of like, ooh, like, And I didn't think it worked as well on the drama um, side. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was a couple interesting little camera movements. Um. We kind of talked about this in Texas stuff, but I just loved how dead on the winter Texas weather was. Yeah. Very foggy, very kind of just chilly and damp. Um, love that aesthetic. We do. Um, and they did a great job dressing everybody. Because I know, and it's funny because if you think back to the pilot, um, they had some scenes when they're playing like with the peewee football kids that remember they were shot in the winter very clearly. Yeah. Um, that would have been like this time of year where everything's dead and you can you can tell the difference and let's see what else have I got um this episode was directed by Allison Liddy Brown she's done a couple episodes before um but she's pretty big in the film world she's done uh she did a few episodes or a bunch of episodes of Scandal um she also did a few episodes of one of my personal favorite tv shows Shameless oh nice which um spoiler was what I originally wanted to start a rewatch podcast on. Oh, that would have been my, I would have been your Demi because that would have been my first binge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still open to talking about Shameless for 
three to four years of my life. Although one of the reasons I didn't want to do it is because they never ended the freaking show and they've <gasps> just kept making it. Oh, it's still going? Yes. Oh, wow. And it's gotten so bad. I hate that. I know. Just give it's it up. so sad. The Quit first, while you're ahead. The first four seasons or so are some of the best on TV. Uh, it was a travesty to watch yeah. it. And I had to watch it go downhill. Oh. I've watched every... See, I'm yeah, now... Yeah, you have to. Now they're in like season nine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, What's-Her-Face isn't even there. Emmy uh, Rossum. Emmy Rossum. Um, anyways, I've... Now I'm like a season or two behind, but I did watch most of the decline, um, but I couldn't couldn't suffer through it. It was too hard to watch. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Allison Liddy Brown directed a few episodes of that. She also directed, um, after all of those hits, um, The Princess Program. Oh, interesting. Um, a very strange TV series that mm. looked really stupid. Yeah. I mean, the title alone. Yeah. Um, anyways, but um, and then one of my other tidbits, which this is a little music uh, fun fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm encroaching on the music corner. Um, but when Tim is trying to find his dad, we see him uh, looking in that motel, and that lady's like, "Bring, uh, tell your dad I want my Conway, uh, Conway Twitty back." Yeah, what is that? Um, Conway Twitty is actually a country music artist. Okay. Um, oh no, uh, he was in this. Um, I saw him on the page. Conway Twiddle. I oh, think. his music name must have been Twitty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently he had. He was huge, and he had the most singles to hit the num- the number one on the charts in the 20th century. What? But that doesn't make sense because of the Beatles and shit. But and Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay. We we all need to fact check Conway. Yeah, I don't think that that's correct. That's from IMDb. Mm. Um, but uh, he apparently was a very popular country music star. Yes. yes. And he was born in 1933 and died in 1993. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I think he might have been the. I mean, definitely on the older side of the range yes yeah um but i don't know if it was the oldest but yeah like i think late 70s yeah um but yeah so she's like bring me back my conway twitty they don't have it at target <laughs> so i thought that's kind of funny so good um that's all i have for roll the tape great so like we said there was not a lot to monsplain but I was, we had the closed captioning on, which I do often when the practice scenes happen, because I'm like, what are they saying? And all that I really picked up on was, I think, uh, the, what's, is the same Coach Mac? The other guy? Yes, because yeah. we talked about how we thought that that was the same on Remember the Titans. Right, right, right. The, the kind of bigger, the bald, one whose white name guy. would yeah. be Coach Mac. Right, right, right. He says something like, I think about smash. How's he going to get outside if we can't get a block inside? And I think that all that really means is like, he needs to break kind of the whole, um, you know, scene going on and get down to the end zone. And so if they're not going to be able to block, um, if someone's not going to be able to either block or tackle whoever's defending him, he's not Mm -hmm. gonna be able to cut outside and, um, run. run. Right. So that makes sense. That is all. (laughs) Look, I have some arrows on my notes. It almost looks like a playbook. Ooh, it does. I'm getting Wish so football-y, guys. Yes, so football-y. I'm getting really football-y. Um, I think we should break it down. I think so as well. Break down. Break down. So we wanted to open with the first scene because we thought it was it was pretty important. Yes, um, this is Jason getting his teen angst alpha male on with Buddy for 
like really just right out of the blue. They're just yeah. having a nice little barbecue. I know. And, and he's like, let me joust with you right now. And the mom's just trying to understand quad rugby. And she's like, is that what they do? And he's like, no, it's really different. Like, yeah, which I get it. He's going through a lot, but it's kind of like, OK, don't be a dick. His ego is clearly not recovered. I mean, it takes I'm confident it takes a long time. You have to totally reinvent how you think about yourself. And, right. And all of that. But um, he is very clearly a wounded animal right now. And he is jumping and biting back at everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're just like having a casual conversation. I mean, the tension's high. I'm sure already they know. Right. Uh, Jason and Buddy have had the, uh, more than one conversation before. But on sun, on like their barbecue night and, and even Lila is like, what are you doing? Right. And he he kind of admitted he was like he was bet, like bet, uh, baiting me or whatever. He was just like, clearly, I'm just in a mood to fight. Exactly. So here we go. I know it's great. It's, it's a great hobby. Come on in. Dad, it's we, not so a hobby. You can't make a living from honey. So it must be a hobby. <laughs> That's something my father would say. Mm-hmm. Honey, all right. You know what, Mr. Garrity, what exactly do you have against quad rugby again? Nothing. Yes, you do, because every time I come over here, you're always making fun of it. Sweetie. All I'm saying is it's not a way to make a living. So what are you going to live off of, huh? Lawsuit? Buddy, enough. Is that what this is about, Mr. Garrity? Yeah, Yeah, you're still pissed off about the lawsuit? What are you, a little kid? Get over it. Hey, let me tell you something, son. Yeah. Well, you're suing my team, you're suing my coach. How do you expect me to feel, It's your team? How about a little compassion, Mr. Garrity? I mean, I am paralyzed now. All right, play the game. I don't game. care. Play the game. Oh, I will play the game, yeah. Mr. Gary. Yeah, I will. Dude. I will. And when I make the national team and I start touring all over the world, I'll take your daughter with me. How about that? Because we're getting married. Excuse me? That's right. Married? Yeah, we picked out a ring this morning, didn't we? <laughs> Thank you. I love that music in the end. I do too. Yeah. So it's like my angst again. I know, right? I didn't love the song just like on its own, but it was perfect in that scene. Yes. Um, so yeah, he is, I mean, not just pushing Buddy. I mean, Buddy's playing right back at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is not joking around either. But he just sounds like a petulant teenager and he's like, I will, I'm gonna like I know. fine, I will. Um, and I mean I like I liked that mechanism because it also shows us like how much of a part of the family he is and how interest like weird their dynamic is. Yeah. Um, that Buddy is a father figure to him. Yeah. Um, and he does want his approval and he's going to like fight back for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked the dynamic and I liked that they wrote that um, and, and him so bratty. And he's doing that because I'm crippled again. Right. Um, but you have a lot less sympathy for him when he says it this time. Yeah. And it's pointed because you can only say that a couple of times because it's very memorable for the viewer. Right. For him to scream like, because I'm crippled. Right. Um, and I want to listen to Nirvana. Yeah. And they do it twice. <laughs> they do it when he wants to listen to, to Nirvana and you empathize with him. And then they do it here and you, you don't. don't. Yeah. Um, and I, I really liked that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it showed kind of the aftermath of their conversation in the last episode that was just very like no I'm gonna talk now you're gonna talk yeah and this was just like obviously nothing was resolved in that conversation so they're just kind of exploding at each other and then Jason spills the engagement beans the engagement beans the engagement beans um and Lila doesn't seem happy but and also like what a damn what a what a threat like I'm gonna take your daughter right right away from you because I'm gonna marry her yeah and she's like 17 (laughs) that is shots fired I mean yeah they're kids uh they have no idea what they're talking about yeah um 
Which is why Buddy and his wife are not like freaking out right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I thought that was a, a, a well done scene. Me too. Let's see. Um, oh, okay. So Matt abandons. So that we get the trials of uh, and tribulations of Matt and Julie. Of being the quarterback episode. girl's quarterback's girlfriend. That's right. Yeah. Although, as Tyra says, Matt's barely a football player. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get there throughout the episode, but and Matt could have done a couple things differently, but I I totally understand why she's annoyed and why she's sad and why he can't really do anything about it. I mean, it's one of those situations where it's just like it's just kind of is what mm. it is. It's yep. the culture of their town and yeah, yep. but he is going to have to figure out like yeah, there isn't really anything they can change, but he's going to figure out how to how to handle it yeah um because he can't always play the card of like this is new for me and right i'm just playing along and i'm just a nice guy and i can't say no yeah he's gonna have to figure out like how to be with julie and be on the football team mm-hmm. um so we kind of see that get teed up listen to bob dylan speaking of teeing up oh tim and his papa tim and his papa yes i wrote that i love that we see a deadbeat dad in a different totally different way from Matt's dad yes you know totally just and they do that tension so well where you're like it's so sad because you see Tim's reaction you see Matt's reaction to like oh my dad cares about me or there's there's these little glimpses of them being a good dad and they just hold on to that because Mm -hmm. of course you would but then it just always explodes or it always just becomes what it is at the end and so I just love how they just kind of you're just you're on edge the entire time you're just like when's when's it gonna blow up when's he gonna say something like and they keep just like extending the trip and extending the trip yeah yeah it was really well done and we see how much tim cares about his dad like literally right from the beginning when he hugs him we have a shot of tim's hand on the back of his dad's jacket and Mm. his fingers are like like he like is really hugging him yeah um which i loved and i love billy being really sweet and just like I love that he steps really into his dad role when he knows that Tim's going to go to their shitty yes. dad. He's like, take, he like gives him a wad of cash and he's like, don't get drunk. Like, don't do these things. And it's just sweet to see him in that role because he shouldn't be in that role, but totally. he has to be. And that's such a, just, I mean, not familiar for me particularly. I mean, in, in some different ways, but um, the older sibling remembering kind of just being more cautious and more aware of the parents' faults. Yeah. And always trying to protect the little sibling from like their the parents' misdoings. Yes. Um I loved watching uh Billy kind of take on that role. Me too. Um and he was so worried about him. I know. And then this was a moment that we um discussed in person <laughs> while we watched. We were very excited about Julie and Tyra's friendship. Yes, yes. I love their budding friendship. Same. And their height difference, which is <laughs> LOL. It's it's big. It's a big difference. It's big. Every, most people are a big height difference with her. She's tall. True. She's a tall. She's but a, Julie must be really Amazon. short. <laughs> and Amazon. Oh, Amazons. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, I love seeing them starting to hang out. And um, we, we will kind of see where that yeah. takes them. But as of this episode, we got to see them shoplift. Yep. And, and party with Lorraine. Party with Lorraine. Yeah. I love, I feel like Ryan Murphy does this really well. He, not that like, you really pretty much like a lot of the characters off the bat in Friday Night Lights, but how they slowly bring kind of characters together that you don't mm. think are going to be friends. 
Um, with Ryan Murphy, I feel like I don't like any of the characters. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I like this friendship more yeah. than the character themselves. But I love, you know, the Landry and Tim that we saw. And now we yes. see Tyra and um, Julie, which I mean, this is not really a spoiler alert. They're actually going to be more friends than yeah, like we'll Tim see, and Landry. We'll see more of them. Um, but I just like how they do that because you're like, it just adds a facet to their character. You're like, oh, I like this dynamic. And I like what they bring out of each other. Totally. And we've really only seen Julie as sort of one dimensional, like good girl does what her parents ask most of the time. Yeah. Um, and now we're kind of seeing her be tested and tried or pushed into different situations. Mm -hmm. And we get to learn a little bit more about her character. Yes. So now I'm going to play the scene um, of Jason and Lila debriefing uh, what happened Ooh, yeah. at the barbecue. I didn't want it to happen like that. I really did that. Okay. I swear. I know. It's kind of my fault, too. I don't know why I felt like I had to hide it from them. I know you're gonna think this is a total girl thing and I'm crazy, but I've just, I've always had this vision, you know, of my wedding and I'd be 25. There'd be this huge reception and dancing and toasts. And, and you I don't just, know if you I can do all that with me now. No, Jason. If you're gonna be honest, just. No, that has nothing to do with it being you. It's just, I haven't even applied to a college yet. And you haven't even said whether or not you're. Oh, you think I'm not going to college now? I don't know. I mean, I assume you are, but all you talk about is her. Lila, I lost my legs, not my brain. Okay, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna get a job, and we'll have friends, and we'll have a big house, and a picket fence, and a couple of puppies, and that whole thing you dream about. No, Jason. Getting married's not gonna change that. I have a life, too. I know. No, sometimes I don't think you care about that anymore, or you think it's lame, and it scares no, me, Jason. I just think that we're too young right now, and we're rushing into this, and I don't want to make a mistake. Ooh. Ooh. So... Also, he says that he's going to college as if he had hasn't just been talking about quad rugby nonstop. Right. She, she's like, well, are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to college. I'm like, well, you literally haven't mentioned word one about right. it. And he was always banking on going to Notre Dame on a yes, football scholarship. Exactly. Like, that's a totally valid question. He hasn't talked about it at all. Right. But I do. Yeah, I I see that point. And I also see Jason's, though, being like. Yes, our life is going to be obviously very different and very hard, but like I can see his frustration being like, we're still going to, I'm still a human. Like I'm not. Yeah. So I, I did like that scene because I kind of, I saw both sides. No, I do agree. Yeah. And I do think that he is channeling Herc and pushing back and where yeah. people are going to like tell you no and that you can't do things and that your life can't be normal and stuff like that. And, and he, in his head, he's already seeing all of those things for himself. He just hasn't like communicated it. Um, but right. we see Lila pump the brakes hard and she's just like straight up, uh, the bees. <laughs> um, uh, like doesn't says that she doesn't want to make a mistake too early. Um, yeah. but also, like I would be scared if I were her too. They are yeah. children. They are children. Also, we LOL'd at, because I was like, remember when we thought we'd be married at 25 and now oh, that yeah. was like old. Yeah. She's like, I imagine being married. Like I'm 25 get, yep. getting married. Oh, 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 it's oh, so funny because oh. I remember I used to say oh probably 24 I don't know why I had that in my brain and then like once I was like 17 or 18 it went to 26 which is now my current age how old age. were your parents when they got married 22 oh, okay mine were 24, <laughs> 24. that's why I always thought it's both See, of I thought our I'd parents, be a little older than them <laughs> both of our parents got married really young though yeah right and now I'm like mm, 38 <laughs> 
Yeah, no, uh, we'll just mine just it in just my head. Keeps. It's just like a foggy blur, and it just says we'll see. We'll see? Question mark. Yeah. My my eight ball uh, in terms of marriage <gasps> or dating really at all says oh futures foggy. I miss my magic eight ball. We used to yeah, have that in the game room. It's so fun, and I would legitimately take it to heart what it would tell me. I'd be like, well, obviously, does my crush like me? Then oh, it'd be yes. like, yes, and I'd be like, oh my <gasps> god, yeah. Or will I fail the test tomorrow? It seems likely. Seems likely. And then I just stress the fuck out. <laughs> oh my God. Monica still uses her eight ball. I do. That's my, um, it's my compass. It's my moral compass. I've stopped going to church. I just um, put the eight ball up on my Honestly, that's kind of how I my feel altar we should just be doing it these days. I've lost all hope in things that I find uh, recurring. It's kind of like um, the Joker. We should just get a, or no, no, not the yes. Joker. The um, Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Just, you know, flip I, a coin. I like, I honestly do feel that, <sighs> that time some that way sometimes and I don't mean that in a dark depressing way Mm -hmm. but like cancer does do things to your brain sure and when one of my favorite quotes uh it's like a theme in a Stephen King book called Mm -hmm. 11 22 63 which wow I'm really plugging Stephen King episode he is my favorite author along with John Krakauer yes Um, which I just learned today yes um but on, in his book, 112263, which I would suggest for anybody who, particularly if you're like a historical fiction nerd like me, um, it is about this guy. It's one of the best depictions of time travel, I think, of any story. Ooh. And he goes back and he finds out how to go back in time, but he can only go back to 1959. And he's trying to stop the JFK assassination because he believes that like all of these things were tied to like that. OK, yeah, I was about to say that number. It seems really familiar now. I know. Yes. Yeah. Um, and anyways. The time travel gets really complicated. So like every time he met, because he has to go back to 1959. Right. And so he has to like live all of this life to get to 63. Whoa. Um, and he has to do other things. Like he comes across like this family. Okay, I'm getting too into it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, As my mom would say to my dad, bottom line this. <laughs> bottom line this. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my favorite. But every time he time travels back, time gets thicker and more resistant to change cool and he talks about every single time something goes wrong he says life turns on a dime and it gets darker like it all all the time he he says it throughout the book and it's just like one of and my dad and I say it to each other because one of our favorite books um and and I like to explain it because it's not just life turns on a dime it like has this darker deeper like the more you try to change the inevitable future yeah the more resistant it is but mm-hmm. life can still change on a dime wow um anyways yeah. uh, I just have gave myself chills yes. with oh my, my own description of that book <laughs> <laughs> just gave myself chills I need to um I need to read that now that it's so awesome. good it is enormous it's what it's uh one of Stephen King's bigger books which is saying something yeah um but. I definitely suggest it. But anyways, I do sometimes feel that way about flipping a coin. That's sometimes what you get. But um, anyways. So I also wanted to say that I loved, we kind of touched on this, but I love when Tim and his dad are bowling and she's like, he talks about you all the time. Oh, that was really sweet. Yeah. So we see his dad kind of in two different lights. Like we see him, Tim, like go to that motel and like get a trashy vibe. And then we see him like, he's six weeks or something sober and he seems to have like a community there. Yeah. Um, and so it was really sweet to see that we kind of don't, it's still sort of a loose end yeah. kind of where his dad is at. Um, we which end, I liked. Yeah. And yeah. we end the episode with him showing up at the game, which I love Me too. Even though he lost the golf game. Yeah. But I loved that struggle. That was classic, like father and son who don't know how to communicate 
you know, Tim is pissed that his dad is even taking the game seriously because all they bet was that he would come to the game. I know. And so like when Tim tries to take a mulligan. Um, yeah. And he's like, come on, no mulligans. And I know. Tim's face just like falls. And he's like, oh, you're taking this legit. You're you're going to play me hard. Yeah. For this. <sighs> but we also see that he is Tim's dad and he's competitive. And that yeah, they're like, no, I love that they showed their unraveling in that um, way. Yes. In yeah. the like sports yeah arena or whatever exactly uh through golf i did love that and it was a cool continuation from when we see tim and tyra break up and he's like um shooting yeah. you know i mean uh do i know things um driving golf balls thank you um there on is. the side of the highway we know sports stuff we do we are sports people um but just that continuation i liked that as well yes it's in um, his blood yeah and they really like dug deep into that story um and i thought they did a good job i think I you, could, you can kind of go hit or miss when you go find the estranged dad <laughs> It's a, you know, it's a, it's a toss up when you well, go. just like TV trope wise. Yeah. Um, did you like the shot when Tim is like smiling and he's like about to throw his ball and his dad is in the back with his new ball, like shining it. Oh, I didn't see it's it. It's like kind of silly. I think it's at, um, I, I don't know the time code. I feel like it's in the middle of the episode if you want to check it out. But he's like, he's like rubbing it with a cloth in the back. And t- it just was really goofy. <laughs> silly moment. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Which speaking of being goofy, when Matt and, uh, Eric Taylor do the Eric Taylor show, which we both said we do not remember this at all. That I didn't little remember that TV scene. I, I mean, I'm it was pretty confused quick. how it came up. And Buddy asked him to do. He said it's okay. typical, like the week of the playoffs, gotcha. for the coach to go on the news show or whatever. So he hits the boom mic, and then I love that there was no prep. Like they were like, "Oh, maybe ask him questions." I'm like, they didn't tell them what to do. Like they're just gonna sit these two boys down in a chair and say action and like podcasts like they're not like us like they don't, <laughs> they do don't know what they're doing right but he's <laughs> like said, we do we um lol'd when he said matt says something and he goes oh, don't be goofy <laughs> oh yeah don't be goofy don't be goofy um oh yeah because matt he they're like matt why don't you just ask him a question obviously he's supposed to you know lob him a softball and he just goes are you gonna play smash <laughs> yeah I, I just imagine Matt being like, what? I want to know. Yeah. And then he's like, and it's also like all I can think about. So I don't know what I'm supposed all to ask. I didn't prep. Think about. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, that TV. I didn't remember that scene, but it was very cute. No. So then we have the Julie, Tyra, Lorraine, Hang, which yes, I yes, yes, adored. Yes. Um, that was adorable. I love Lorraine Girls Nights. Spoiler alert. You're going to get more Lorraine Girls Nights throughout the show. Yes. More Lorraine and Tyra hangs yes and they are a force to be reckoned with (laughs) they are and i just i mean guys okay if you're first time watching um what's it first time listening no no no. but what's there's a quote that's like first time listener long time lover yeah i don't (laughs) (laughs) if this is your first time watching the show don't you love tyra now it's just she yes. gets better every episode. Yes. And like she's like pouring white wine for Lorraine. They're like, I know. <laughs> and talking I about them. boys. And she's like, forget Matt. She's like, oh, sorry. Like he's your grandson. She's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> I also found it bold of Julie after they've hung out. She's hung out with Tyra like once for her to be like, hey, come over to my boyfriend's house while I'm watching his grandmother. I know. I was like, it's damn. Like, Girl. Okay. We're, we're it's so funny. There. I love like a new friend. And it's almost it's like, like a little bit like dating someone. Like, is this too soon to like yes. invite them over or like. You know, um, ask them to do something or you're like balls in their court. Like, I don't know. Like, yes. I, I invited them last time. So <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, that was so sweet. I yes. loved watching them hang and do their nails and talk about boys. 
Um, I did not love Tyra's advice to Julie, though, which was no. to date a basketball player. Yeah, like, why? Just working out with Matt. He's a I great know. guy. He's They're doing fine. <laughs> I feel like Tyra doesn't really know Matt, though. So. Yeah, she's still thinking he's... She has a very low opinion of most men. Of men, which, which is I understandable. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. blame her for that. Based on Bob. <laughs> yes. So now I'm going to say this to you anytime you are late. Child, where you been? It's almost time for Leno. <laughs> Uh, oh, I that line so much. So if so y'all don't good. remember that, it was kind of subtle. Yes. But when Smash is walking into the house, um, his mom <laughs> says, that, "Boy, where you at? It's almost time for Leno." Which would be the same for me and my mom, except it'd be Jeopardy. We oh, would like really? time our dinner um, in quarantine for seven o'clock so we could watch Jeopardy. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um. So we get this really, really sweet moment where. Corinna, Corinna, Smash's mom. Sorry, yes. still not comfortable calling her Corinna. I know she's just not a Corinna. She's just Mama. Mama, Mama. She's just Mama. Yeah. Um, Smash comes home and he's clearly working himself so hard. The steroids are leaving his system, and he's trying to get strong again. And he's just making himself crazy, like hardcore punishing himself. And she's so worried about him and he stresses out and yells at her and runs upstairs and you just get this like little leftover moment of Mama Smash by herself standing downstairs and she, her words are lost on him. He just runs upstairs, but she's saying, I'm worried about you. And she just ends up kind of saying it quietly to herself because he just runs upstairs. She's she's like, I'm just, I'm just worried about you. And it was so, I like, it brought me to little tears. Yeah, it was really sweet. I mean, we just love every freaking scene between Guys Charles and um, uh, I'm blanking on the actress's name, but Corinna. And I just love that he's, I mean, first of all, he's just doing everything the coach is asking him. He's like giving 110%. But he's also just super stressed. Like he's like, I don't even know if any of this is going to work. I know. And she's just... She's, she's trying to be helpful, but she can't. And it's, it was really sweet. Also love that they watched Leno together. Same. <laughs> like who would have thought? Um, so yeah, Smash is being really hard on himself and his mom. I just, I know that would be hard to watch. She just wants him to be happy. Uh, but that moment was really, really sweet. Yeah. Um, let's see. So now I think I should play the Smash and Coach moment with the little league game. Yes. And so um, so then we see sort of the resolution of, of Smash's stress. Yeah. And also we have to remember that this was all Tammy's little seed that she planted. Um, because She's Coach planting those seeds. Well, and Coach is stressed too. Yeah. He's been, you know, he was a live freaking wire during that TV interview. They couldn't get him to sit in one place and settle down. <laughs> um, and so then he, Coach Taylor goes to see Smash and we get this super, super sweet moment. Yes. Ugh, the Pee Wee game. Love a good Pee Wee game. Ugh, hearts it, melt every time. Hearts melt. <laughs> you used to have a kid like that in when I was growing up. I was that kid. Yeah, I see the resemblance. reason I've been so hard on you. Because I let you down. Look, I appreciate you coming down here, Coach. But I don't need you to like me. Okay, I made peace with that, so 
I'm gonna just do what I need to do on my own. No, that's not what I want you to do. That's not what football's all about. You wanna fly solo, you go run track. You know, sometimes we take this so serious, we lose track exactly why it is we love this damn game so much, why it is we play this game. I'm guilty of that. Hey. Hey, you really got Tyler? I am. Well, you get ready for me. I'll be there the first day of practice, 2014. <laughs> Running back. Remember the name, Coach. Ma Shepard. It's like Ma so Shepherd. tough. I know. Yep, Shepherd. That's my name. All right, I'll tell you what. You give me a call when you get out of Pee Wee. I'll do that, sir. Nice. Smash, you want to play? I need a challenge, dog. <laughs> you want to play some football? Yeah! Let's go. All right, let's do it. Head handed. His uh, head handed. His head. Oh. Uh, I what a love beautiful that. scene. That was so well done. And we get to like see Smash like literally remember what it was like to have a childlike love of the game. And now no, I need a moment. <laughs> I know. I mean, the juxtaposition of Coach talking to Smash and then just literally. And I mean, the beautiful thing. <laughs> I know. I'm, I was like cheering. Yeah. Up. The beautiful thing about kids is like they don't they don't realize what they're showing adults, you yeah, know, and. Yeah. And like how meaningful that is. And so them just like seeing that literally changes everything and yes. they don't even know what they're doing. And it's, and they ugh. don't tell it, tell us that outright. They do such a subtle job of doing it because smash just says like, I was that kid. Yeah. Um, and we know he was Oh yeah. that like cocky kid who was better than everybody else. Yeah. But he gets to sit there and watch and remember what yeah. it was like to just be a kid and enjoy the game. Yeah. Um, childlike wonder, childlike wonder. Anywho. Um, so then we get the rally girl kidnap, oh, which is unfortunate. Okay, never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> would I get away with that. So never? With gir- a bunch of rally girl, like girls coming into you're saying my you're, parents' house. You're and, like, a boy try- and yeah, yeah. Yeah, or no. like one of my brothers or yeah. whatever. Like, no. They like, those girls come into the house, into the boys' rooms. Right. Are they breaking through the front door or do they have parents permission? I know. Cause usually like, okay. So there was a thing where you'd like get kidnapped for breakfast or yes, whatever for your yeah. birthday and they would clear it with the mom and like have a yes. whole plan. Like obviously the rally girls aren't gonna be like, Hey, can I come pick your son up at midnight and yeah. make him pose in naked photos? Like, but they're like in the doorways of these boys rooms. Yeah. I'm like, that would never fly in my yeah. house. My would... dad would be up like, like a cartoon character sitting Ramrod up straight Oh, I know exactly in. which one. It's Mushu. Yes, I live. I live. <laughs> which they did not put in the live action Mulan, which is why I I love how you say Mulan. 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 That's how it's said. It's Mulan. Like M O O. Well, when they say her name, they say Mulan. M- yeah. Mulan. I I hear it with like an M- like a Mulan, a, like a little M Y. Yeah. Right. Mulan. You may say it that way. All right, if you'd like. Anyways, the kidnapping, not a big fan of that. Nope. I don't care for it. I think it's stupid. I think it's horrible. And I and it was unfortunate because I'm wearing the jersey as a girl that they were all wearing. And I was like, I don't like this association. Monica was dressing up as a rally girl today. I was. I was wearing <laughs> Reagan's jersey. Okay. I do have one fun little thing that I wrote down. So oh, they, they make Matt pose for. So the whole thing that they're kidnapping them for is basically just like a raunchy party where they take photos, calendar calendar photos that they and they sell the calendars of the like yeah. um and they're like this is for charity mm-hmm. um so they make matt pose for november i don't know if you caught that oh yeah i mean i did but what about i it? was wondering what months do you think our other boys are 
Oh, good question. Riggins is definitely like in August. Okay. Right? Yeah. I was going to weirdly say February, but oh. I don't know. I mean, why. Wait, maybe... should we just stick in the fall, like the football season? No, I think it's like whatever month you think they, they are. Okay. There are 12 of them. No, I think you're right. I think Tim is a is a summer, like an end of yeah. summer. Just like. Matt's January. Yeah, I don't think he's in November. No. No, he's definitely. November, I think Matt is like a February. Yes. <laughs> November. That is the song I wrote About for April. <laughs> Smash is like June. I'd say Smash is like a November. Really? Okay. Just like a powerhouse month. Yeah. You know, you're carrying like multiple, the weight of like multiple holidays. True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do one more? Um, who else do we I don't, know? We Who's don't know. Coach T? Coach T is like Let's say it. an April. One, two, th- oh, sorry. Shit. One, two, three. April. April. Oh my God. Were you going to say April? Uh, no, I wasn't. Okay. I think I was going to say December. Well, I could see December. Right? I could just see him in a little Santa costume. Mm, mm, right? Yeah, I could. Yes, yeah, Santa's lap. Yeah, is Coach Taylor going to be on the calendar? Oh, yeah. That's all I care about. <laughs> um, so then, rightly so, Julie gets super upset. Yeah. Um, I thought, I was going to ask what you thought about her Please. crying scene. That was good. I, th- I did too. Yeah. I she did a good job. It was like a little, like a, it's just like not how I would cry, but maybe I, maybe it is. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you always think that you cry less like babyish, but yes. honestly, I might have cried do. like a baby like that. And I also was just like, Matt should have called her right after and yes. just explained it all because she, the reason she's upset is because she found out like from a yes. photo. Like yes. if I saw that, I'd be so upset. I would absolutely have reacted how she reacted, but yeah. I thought that, um, Amy Teagarden did a good job. I did too. Crying is not always. We know from Roy Gilmore that crying can be done extremely poorly. And I love coffee. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but I thought that scene was really good. And I, I love that it. Matt was like, sorry, my head's a little foggy. I was like, yeah, it's called a hangover. Yeah, Welcome. Idiot. Yeah. I wish she had said that. <laughs> but do you think that's what he was? Because he goes, my head's a little foggy. And she goes, she was like, I bet it is. Like, I think they just met. I mean, yeah, I think it's you know, from the drinking. He right. was d- clearly, clearly drinking, had like a red solo cup. But I also think she just means like you were up late right. and you didn't sleep. Because I don't like, feel like Landry and him were like throwing back beers. Like, I feel like this is the first time he's yeah. drinking. Well, it's like, have you ever? I-, I have had more than one fight with an ex after a night of drinking. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm just like so tired. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know you're so tired because you partied all night. Right. Like, like it's there's a yeah. reasonable explanation for this. So, yeah, I'm like, that's not an excuse. You're in trouble because of that. <laughs> yes. No, I thought that scene was really good. And then we go to Smash finally getting what he wants. And he, yes. I love his just clap. Oh, it was so Man, when powerful. Smash is on, I like have chills. I have even chills just right now. thinking about it. He yes. So like, remember the Titans hardcore vibes. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, it reminded me of. Oh, excuse me. Um, which I referenced this in the last episode that Mal and I tried to casually watch Pursuit of Happiness and we we're like, we cannot no, casually watch this movie. No, it's, it's so heavy. That like insanely powerful moment when he gets the job and he goes outside and he just starts clapping, yes. like just clapping for himself and crying. And that's what it reminded me of. Oh, and I loved it. Will Smith. But yes, <laughs> I think he's very handsome. That's Emily Gilmore. <laughs> Emily Gilmore has the hots for Will Smith. I love that about her. Me too. Um, but yeah, so we see Matt or Smash find out that he's starting and he just turns on. Yeah. Um, do we, do you want to play the clip? Sure. I'm sorry. I was on the other side of campus. You wanted to see me, coach? You're starting to tailback tonight. 
the hell? You want a hug or something? Get out of here. <laughs> Go ahead. And if they come with an even front, then we jump. Uh, and I told Carly, I, I that. that's the song that I remember from the soundtrack, and it's great in that scene. It gets a little repetitive, but it's perfect in that Absolutely. transition. Just like, I remember. <laughs> Yes, that was super good. Um, and then we see, just to wrap it up, yeah, we see that Tim's dad shows up to the game. And Billy, yeah. of course, you know, like he shows up last minute, doesn't tell anybody. Yep. Billy's like, I need a ticket, I need a ticket. And Tim's like, what the hell? And he's like, dad, dad is here. Dad is here. Yeah. Um, and that was really sweet. Yeah. And I'm so excited to watch this game with Smash on and Tim like performing for his dad. And, yes. Like, um, no, like you said, I love the episodes where we get a game, but I also love the ones that end w- with you know, them bursting through the, you know, poster. What do you want yes. The Panther thing? Like the big... I don't know if it has a name. Another fact check. There's probably Post- a name for it. Poster. Yeah. A big banner. A banner. A banner. Yeah, a banner. I love that it ended with them just ripping through it and then it was done. Yes. You know, that was yes. a great ending. Yep. I love them teeing that up. I love what they set up with this episode. I definitely felt like we upped the ante. I think we did. So let's do questions. Game yep, ball yep. rating. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we are checking the gram to see what questions we have. We've got two questions. Okay, so the first question we have from Instagram is build your perfect person using only characteristics from characters on the show. Whoa, wait, say that again. So build your perfect person using only characteristics from characters on the show. So you could... We could do like build your perfect man or like build your perfect version of yourself or whatever. I think man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more fun. Yeah. I think mine would have to have. Uh, I like want most lots of Tim. Yeah. Tim's body. Mm-hmm. We're always debating like team Tim, team Matt. Yep. I am like team smash. I. Yes. I think I would want Tim body mm-hmm. with smashes personality okay. and family <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> and um yeah wow Love i know it. i like really think that i'm more smash i struggle with the tim matt thing and yeah. i'm like i guess i'm tim but when the more i think about it i'm like i think i'm team smash i love it i just i i do go for the big ego yeah you do i do <laughs> The trail of X's says so it's so like damning. <laughs> See, I have a big enough ego that I don't need one. I'm going to say, hmm. okay, I'm going to say Tim's body as well. Yes. Mm. I'm going to say Coach Taylor's face, but like oh, young, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then I want Landry's humor Ooh, and Landry's Matt's kindness. Yeah. And artistic stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely, I, actually, I like Tim's humor. So I'll yeah. keep that. But um, yeah, Tim's, oh, true. Tim's humor. Because Smash doesn't have a lot of funny. No, so no. like Smash is macho. Yeah, Tim's humor. Um, Landry's weirdness. Yes. Yeah. And smarts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you like how I gestured to my head? Yes. Smarts. I love, I love mm-hmm. that. Smarts. She pointed at her big old brain. I'm my big old brain. Um. Mm, those sound like really, really delightful men. Yeah. Love it. What's our other question? Um, okay. Our other question is, how do you think Tim Riggins orders his steak? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want to say he's a good little Texas boy and orders medium rare, but he's Tim Riggins, so I bet he orders it rare. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I think we both prefer medium rare, right? Yes. Just you and me. 
um i was either gonna say like either extreme either rare or like well done weirdly like a yeah like a really crispy like yeah um yeah i bet he orders it rare he does just later to, like, order something oh, raw know. so maybe but we'll that say was rare. a different situation true 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 he just that didn't was, like, know what was going restaurant. on yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not really a spoiler um, um yeah i bet yeah. he's i bet he's a rare boy love it yeah, y'all keep these questions coming. Those were awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So and fun. you can send us questions during Just the week whenever. too. DM um, us. Yeah. Text us if you know us. Whatever. But also keep an eye out for when we're we're live pcasting. Yeah. All right. Let's rate in game ball. Let's do it. Um. All right. Let me think for a sec. So I. Okay, like I said, we're in that slump of midseason, but we're digging ourselves out of it. We're up mm-hmm. in the ante. Um. So I did like this episode better than last one because I. I did like the Tyra Julie friendship forming. I did like Matt and Julie unraveling. There was a lot of like humor moments. Like I laughed out loud yeah. in this one. And then I just absolutely loved the coach and smash scene with the kids playing in the field. So I'm going to give this a six out of 10. And my straight observation was that Julie was reading a magazine called true chic. So I'm going to oh. give it a six out of 10 true chics. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the same thing. Cause I have a stray observation. Oh, please. Um, I forgot to note that uh, when Julie and Tyra are first becoming friends, she's talking about her sister working at the strip club. Yeah. And she says that their biggest, their her biggest lap dance customer or whatever is Buddy Garrity, uh, which yeah. LOL, of course, um, just like the big town mouth. Right, right. Um, so I just thought that was hilarious and worth noting. Yes. But yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I do think that um, I, I wouldn't call it a sophomore slump, but. I do think that we've been sort of in like a mid-range um, sort of place in the season. Yeah. And I think that I really enjoyed this episode. I thought that it had a lot more depth to it. And we sort of got that range of comic to tears mm-hmm. um, that we are so used to getting from from every episode. And but a little just it was just a little bit more heightened here. Yeah. Um, like we had some really funny comedic moments like that hit with the camera pushing. Yes. With, with Buddy kind of teasing uh, Coach Taylor. And and then we get a lot more Matt and Julie and we get some real turmoil. And then, of course, we get my favorite smash um, sort of realizing his childlike love of the game. And I just thought all of that was super well done well executed i love the wintry cloudy vibe of this Mm. episode and overall i i really enjoyed it i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten buddies lap dances (laughs) (laughs) gross okay so i know we wanted to i said maybe we should agree on this so do you agree that game ball goes to tim riggins no okay who do you think I would give the game ball to smash. I know. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Cause I was just thinking of, I love Tim's reactions to his dad. I just feel like we haven't seen that. I did too. I but enjoyed I, it, but I think we in terms give, of game ball, like who performed and showed up. Yes. The this work episode. Ethic. All right. We're going to minute to smash. Yeah. Here he, you go. Smash. He deserves it. He's yeah. starting tailback. He is. He worked his ass off. Um, and he looked good doing it. He did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as we said, iTunes review questions throughout the week, whenever you want to, yeah. we'll read them. Follow us at TX forever pod on everything. On and everything. we also have a website coming soon. We do. Um, so look for that soon. Yeah. It'll be fun and cute and yeah. Follow us. Uh, we post lots of fun pictures and, and questions and, 
Um, we try to have a lot of fun on our social media accounts. Um, we just had a photo as, shoot today. That's just true. Yeah. Um, as well as posting episode updates and things. So make sure you follow us and tell your friends so that we can, yeah. you know, grow and grow our, this community. And up the ante. And up the damn ante. Up that damn ante. All right, y'all. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Bye. Bye. All my friends were vampires Didn't know they were vampires Turns out I was a vampire myself In the devil town